Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Well, well, well. The day has come. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to start this. I'm your boy, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter, at Bibbs Corner. Joined, as always, by my co-host, my partner in crime, the cohort, the, the, the co-MVP, Maurice Williams, at Reese on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you find. I almost said the word. Reese, you ready to get into this, man? Like I told you before we hit record, I was ready when I saw the notification for the trade. <laughs> well, you know, so, you know, I'm not going to bury the lead. Kristaps Porzingis has been traded. And when I first got the notification, I was hyped. Because, you know, going back, and I'll, I'll bring this up later. I was hyped. Kristaps Porzingis traded. All right, what do we get? Let's do this. Let, let, let's get it moving. Trade it to the Wizards. All right. Beautiful. Which which young guy did we get? There were no young guys involved. The trade: Kristaps Porzingis for Spencer Dinwiddie, Davis Bertans, and we also sent a second round pick to the Wizards. It's a little bit different than I pictured it, to be honest. Um, initial thoughts, feelings, what what you got? So you want to know what I was doing when I found out about this, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a run y'all through my day, okay? I woke up. I was supposed to be to work eleven to seven thirty today. I woke up, took a shower, got dressed, put my hoodie on, grabbed all my things I needed, checked my pockets and my back pockets to see if I had everything, if I was forgetting anything, about to leave out, and my phone rings. It's my manager. He says, hey, uh. We got too many people here. Would you like to stay home and I'll use your sick time? Of course. Like, you caught me at the right time. I was about to leave out the door. Even though if I was driving, I would have busted a U-turn and came back home. So, yes. Now, I have the day off. I'm chilling. I'm relaxing. Uh, I'm not doing anything productive because I did that yesterday when I did laundry. So, uh, I'm playing some Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel on Xbox. Just enjoying my day off. I ate some leftover pizza. I joined the Spaces this morning, hosted by Chris, Hoop Spaces, shout out. Uh, I said, you know what? I miss my girlfriend very much. I have not really been able to see her much. It's been a little bit over a week since we really spent some time together. I drove down to her job about 15 minutes to visit her for a bit. After she got off of work, walked to the car, she got in the car, we talked for a bit. I'm kissing my girlfriend goodbye, ready to shut the door. And I get a text message from a good friend of mine. Shout out to Lil Bro T Dance on Twitter. And the message, and I feel my phone vibrate, and I'm like, it's trade deadline. My phone just buzzed a lot of times, and now my phone is vibrating longer because it's a text message. What just happened? So I look at the phone, and it's, and you know, if you have an iPhone, my yeah, iPhone, part of it, my iPhone. When your notifications are up on the screen, but the phone is locked, it doesn't say what mm. they're saying. But mm. as soon as I put my face to the screen and everything unlocked, I saw tweets and I saw a text message that said, and I quote, because I want to quote T-Dance's 
text message. Today at 2.37 p.m., he said, nah, KP for Dinwiddie. I'm not feeling that. Crying emoji. He's not a Mavs fan. I was about to say, like. <laughs> so I said, there's no way. My girlfriend said, what? I said, we just traded Porzingis for a bump. So I said, that can't be all. It can't be Dinwiddie for KP straight up. The money nah, don't work. Exactly. So I go to Twitter. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? All I see in my notifications is just people tweeting you. Nah, where Reese? Reese sick right now. Oh, man, I'm praying for my boy. Ain't no way. All these things, right? Then I find out. We got Davis Bertans back. Great value, Chris Stops Porzingis. Honestly, not a flea market, Kristaps Porzingis. So we got Dinwiddie and, and Davis Bertans for Kristaps Porzingis. Now, now that I told you what I was doing when this happened, let me tell you my thoughts on this trade. This some bullshit. We have been saying leading up to this that do not, I've been telling the fans on Twitter what I've been saying, Bibbs. Do not, I said it on the last part, I think, right? Do not make a move for the sake of making a move. Don't make a linear move. Don't make a move that's going to push you back just for the sake of making a move. I would like for us to get better if we're actually going to compete. I don't feel like we get better with this. And a lot of people on Twitter. Muted yourself. I don't know what button I just hit that. Actually, let me see. The feds might have. Ah, Mark Cuban. Them people about to be at my door. (laughs) The enter button apparently mutes it automatically. Okay. Oh, wow. So I never knew that. Um, that. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying, oh, this opens up the options for the Maz move contracts, blah, blah, blah. Yo, miss me with that. Okay. First of all, these guys, both of these guys are under contract longer than Christos Porzingis was. Okay. Davis Bertans is good at one thing. And he's not doing it very well this season. Now, granted, that could change. It could change just because it changed. Shooters getting shooting slumps. Having to Reggie Bullock, we've seen it turn around cool. But Davis Bertans isn't getting enough minutes to change this goddamn team around with his shooting. Okay, so now that that's out the way, Spencer Dinwiddie. <clears throat> a guy that I wanted during the offseason. I believe yep. I mentioned this to you, Bibbs. I did want him <clears throat> during the offseason. Um, that was before he started playing like trash this year. The dude is shooting like 31% from three or the, he's shooting 30% from the field in general. If we're being, if we're being honest, the dude's averaging 12 points a game. Like, sure. He's going to come off the bench and people are saying, oh, well, we got another playmaker. So what? So our core now is Luca, Jalen and Dorian Finney-Smith. So, literally, when we saw Dorian play his best this year, what was he doing? Being a guy that does things all over the court, not really being asked to score much. And hey, maybe he won't be asked to score much now. But when you got a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie on the team who couldn't hit a porch with a nuke, what you're going to need some scoring from Dorian. Jalen Brunson is now our second best player. Jalen Brunson might have already been our second best player. I, I I said I still didn't. I still felt KP was the second best. He just wasn't available. But the best ability is availability. You're right. 
but when he's available, he's better than Jalen Brunson, and that's not anything against Jalen Brunson. I mean, I'm just saying, if Jalen Brunson is your second best player, what, what's the ceiling of this team? So, here's here's where I'm at with it. I came into the day, I think last night, I posted, the last tweet I posted, the last real tweet I posted was, are we going to trade THJ or KP tomorrow? Everybody was on board with THJ, not as many on board with KP. Um, some said, hopefully, most said, most likely THJ. And, you know, throughout the day, that was the rumor. THJ was being shopped heavily. It felt like the type of move the Mavs would make. It's easy. He's hurt. He's, he's out of sight, out of mind, right? Uh, it's easier to trade a pre- the player. Like Joe Ingles, same thing. You know, he's not here. It's easy to trade him because he's not part of what we're doing right now, right? So that was the move I was waiting for. But then I kept seeing all the chips that, that we would potentially would have traded Tim Hardaway Jr. for go away. The trade I've been, the team I've been talking about trading with forever. This goes back. I, somebody sent me a, a tweet about Bertans that I'd mentioned last year. Going back to at least July of last year, I was trying to trade KP to the Wizards. But my package included Denny Avdia or Rui Hachimura. That was me not understanding how bad KP's contract is. The deal that we got is probably the best that we were going to get to get rid of Kristaps Porzingis' contract. And I know Bertans and Dinwiddie's contracts are not sexy either, but they are split between two people. It is Bertans at 16, Dinwiddie at 17 versus a mega contract at $33 million. Both of these guys can be traded and or packaged in some type of way in the offseason if necessary. And not necessarily because somebody wants them, but as we've said with the, the, the offseason, cap space is a myth. Needing cap space is a myth. If a player says they want to play for the Dallas Mavericks, there's not a team that's going to stop them necessarily, usually. And you have to have contracts to be able to send. So maybe worst case scenario, Dinwiddie and Bertans are complete buns. KP wasn't on the team anyway. We've looked fine. We play we actually have a better winning percentage without KP and with Luca. Take for that what you will. Perhaps a glass I have to look at the the offseason now cuz this isn't something that I thought was going to be an option for us. Perhaps there's a player out there, there's a four, a power forward, a center on the market that Nico has a line to that wants to be a Dallas Maverick. And now we can trade one of Dinwiddie and some smaller pieces to get that player, whether that comes draft time or whatever. I mean, not necessarily draft time. Whether that comes in, in the offseason, whether that comes early next year, whatever the situation may be, these are much easier to trade than that gigantic $33 million Christoph's Porzingis contract. That's all, that's the, that's first of all, the financial side. On the basketball side, KP and Luca were not built for each other. That was not a long-term thing. It's not something I was trying to see for, for the foreseeable future. It was very clear that Luca and a guy like KP are not a good tandem. They're not going to, there's never going to be a situation where they're going tag team in a team in the playoffs. It wasn't going to happen. Kristaps had to go eventually. And the sooner rather than the later, 
to get us towards the track that we need to be on with a Luka Doncic team. And that is a more traditional type big, a pick and roll big that, that Luka could throw lobs to and things of that nature. It's not somebody like KP who's going to demand the ball on the perimeter and, and want to do little things here and there. No, somebody that's a finisher versus somebody that needs to, to, to start a play. Um, and the personality clash. KP, Luca's emotional, fiery, all that good stuff. KP wants to be calm and cool and, and composed in his interviews and say the right things like a politician. They, they, weren't, they weren't on this level. They were not on this level. Uh, it wasn't necessarily they didn't like each other. They're just not similarly built. They're not similarly cut from the same cloth. The vibes were off. They were not immaculate. And so that is gone. Um, all of that established. Spencer Dinwiddie, we, 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 I went through, you know, I tried to find, you know, what's the silver lining with Spencer Dinwiddie? The silver lining is he's six foot five. He handles the ball. He has a three to one assist to turnover ratio. Frank and Josh Green are not ready to be true secondary ball ball handlers and playmakers. So that gives us that at a bare minimum, whether he shoots a shot ever or not. Davis Bertans, a career 40% shooter, shooting 31% from three right now, but this is a outlier year for him. And we've already established that uh, Luka Doncic is a little bit of a different beast when it comes to setting guys up. So maybe he gets healthy. I don't see how he fits into the rotation necessarily, but I saw him take over games for the Wizards last year, late in the year in the playoffs or slash play in where he just went loose and was, was causing problems. His gravity alone is a problem for teams. You have to honor him when he's on the court because you know what he's capable of if you don't guard him. So again, for that aspect of it alone, whatever. The last thing I want to say on, on this tirade, I've made the joke often that I have to be careful what I tweet, what I say, because Mark Cuban and the front office seem to be listening or paying attention. It's a joke. I don't legitimately believe that they're paying attention to me to that degree. However, I've joked. I think it was during the Mavs play GM when I traded Kristaps for Kevin Love. I said, I don't care. Trade him for a bag of chips. I want him off my team. (laughs) I'm sorry. Apparently they actually were listening. (laughs) We didn't even trade him for some Utz chips. We traded him for wrap snacks. The greatest game in American sports history is finally here. Super Bowl 56 is upon us and the matchup is set. It's the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals and maybe one of these teams is your favorite team. Maybe you just like to gamble like me. Maybe you have a gambling problem like me. Well, if that's the case, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl, giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team regardless of your fandom all you have to do is bet five dollars and get 280 in free bets if your team wins me myself 
I'll be stepping back for the Super Bowl. I did enough betting. I lost enough money this year. But the opportunity is still there for you through DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HO-PENNY or text Ho Penny, and that's with one N to four six seven three six nine. Come on, man! Like, <laughs> like I don't want to interrupt you. I'm gonna wait till you die. No, Are you, you done? Good. You Are good. you done? Okay. First of all, to this Davis Bertons thing, man. I just want to let you know, I'm gonna pull your card on this. You know, you my guy. I know you. You probably have an explanation for this. But when we were doing the trades, when we were talking about people trades, and I said I like, uh. Doug McDermott coming in, who in my opinion is a better player than Davis Bertans. You told me, no, nah, we don't really need shooters. It's a different system. We ain't I just, just looking that. for that. I just oh, okay. said that. You I said, said I you don't, don't know see how he fits. Into the... Okay, yeah, no, I, I don't okay. see where he where he fits in the rotation. That because I okay. tried to like write out the roster, and I'm like, yeah. how do we use this dude? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, he's he, like I said, he's flea market Christos Porzingis. Like, sure, Christos Porzingis isn't shooting well either, but he's also shooting 45 percent from the field, and he can play a bit of defense and can average two blocks. If Davis Bertans ain't shooting, he got to be on the bench. The dude can't do nothing, and yeah. also. I'm about to get closer to the mic, so cut your volume down. <clears throat> to you people out here on Twitter, you Mavs fans, every time we get a fucking shooter or we get a shooter on this team and y'all say, oh, and I say, I point out the fact that Davis Bertans is shooting like 31% from three-point range right now, and y'all say, oh, but he never played with Luka. Kiss my black ass on black history month i'm tired of y'all saying well this dude never played with luca he might shoot better playing next to luca like we ain't got thj chris stopped shooting 29 percent from three and maxi kleber who couldn't hit the side of a barn in the playoffs catching passes from luca what's the difference please tell me i need to know tell elmo what's the difference what's the difference not elmo there is no difference so please stop yeah, that's not a solid. This not two K. He got to make the shots, and he hasn't been making the shots. This not two K, where you get a guy with catch and shoot gold, and when you got him playing next to somebody without floor general, maybe he's not hitting his shots, but you put him next to a guy with floor general Hall of Fame. All of a sudden, you're green and everything. <laughs> this is not two K. This is real life. Stop playing with me. I'm 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 smarter than that, and I know y'all are too. Some of y'all. 
but bro this, this this is ridiculous and it's like sure i understand when people say sure we traded kp but the contracts are split Dinwiddie and bertons now what you were saying was you know this offseason we could package them with something that sounds like the same formula the mavs have been doing for the last decade where it's well what if what if this player wants to play in dallas what if this thing is available and at the same time what center or power forward because as far as i know i may have to look it up this offseason isn't really that rich in let me look you know actually this isn't something i haven't actually paid attention to previously so it's definitely i'll look it up real quick myself but again it's it's the idea it's twofold and that's why i'm okay with it for now he had to go he had to go and then the secondary portion is what we need to replace him is not worth $33 million necessarily. That's, that's my whole thing with it. I agree on that. What part. we need to replace him is not going to cost that much in the end. We could so, even Kyle Kuzma, man. Nurkic will be a free agent. And, and on top of that, you forgot we gave them a draft pick. I didn't even see. I was waiting for the details on the draft pick because it could be a future, and I won't care about it. If it's a twenty twenty two pick, it it is what it is. It's a second round pick. I'll live. But you, Nurkic, Aiton, Bagley's restricted. He just got traded to the Pistons. Aiton's Thomas Bryant as well. Thomas Bryant. I don't like Thomas Bryant that much. I don't. I don't it's see unrestricted. us. Well, my thing is. You mentioned uh, packages with these got with Dinwiddie or Bertans. Would you were you talking like a signing no, trade thing? The other team would be signing the player and trading them to us, right? If we restore any level of value to Dinwiddie and or Bertans, there's a potential somebody might accept one of them, or we're able to trade one of the other guys like Maxi or whatever. So my and thing is this: have another player there to fill the hole. I think that scratches Thomas Bryant off the board. Mobamba is an option. I think that scratches Mobamba off the board. Why? The Magic have enough guards. Bring him in, Dinwiddie wouldn't if make Bertans much sense. If Bertans is stroking that thing <laughs> the rest of this year, maybe they'll take him for that amount of money. For what? You don't think they can find somebody else? Bertans for the money. He it making. just depends. I mean, again, maybe they want Maxi. He's an expiring contract next year. And then again, we have more depth to to fill in behind them. It, the point is, we're we're flexible. We're more flexible than we were before we had before we made the deal. More flexible, yes, but I I just I don't see a substantial enough. I don't see a future where it's mainly this off season where a return we can get for these guys is substantial enough for. And maybe us. it's not this year. But regardless, they're easier to trade than that Kristaps Porzingis contract. And we don't have to worry about the Kristaps Porzingis dilemma every five games where maybe Luka needs to get on the ball uh, or is he hurt. That roller coaster was old. I'm tired. I would have preferred us just rock this season out and trade KP in the offseason where there are more options most likely available. You have to trade him while his legs work. They still don't work. He he was in practice the other day. That's why he was posting all the pictures on the ground. The dude ain't played no games, man. His <laughs> legs ain't working right now. They it was they were working enough to get his deal done. 
This that's is all I care. This, that's this, all I care about. This, I don't have to talk about Kristaps Porzingis being healthy, no more. I cannot wait for April first. Mavs at Wizards. I will be at that game. If you're listening to this and you will be going to the game, the Mavs versus the Wizards in DC, DM me. We might link, we might not. I, I might it depends on who I'm with. I mean, uh we might link anyway. I might I might link. <laughs> but d- d- let me know. I'm gonna be sitting behind the bench. I promise you. I promise which, you. Which bench? The Mavs bench. I promise you, I'm not sitting behind the Wizards bench. I don't I care what the Mavs do. Nah, I'm not even doing that. I, I rock with KP. I'm not. I wish him nothing but the best. Somebody pointed out that the Wizards don't have a point guard anymore because they they traded us Dinwiddie and then they gave Aaron Holiday to the Suns for free ninety nine. Apparently, I didn't see what the Suns gave them back. I actually didn't see that, but I'm pretty sure they'll figure something out. And Bradley Beal's done for the season, so I, that's a great question. I they no finally idea. might let Denny playmake like he should be doing. The other part is uh, we did sign Dorian Finney-Smith to an extension. Yes. Of the four years, 52 mil. That was inevitable. It's less than he allegedly was asking for, so I'm with it. Um, What was the second part of that that I was about to say? Shit. Oh, we need to waive somebody. We have too many players. It's probably going to be Moses, if I had to guess. I mean, most likely, even though they just sent him to the Texas Legends. but They called him back up today, too. Oh, okay. Then and people are like, is this a looming deal? Like, really? I just... <sighs> I'm sorry, that was mean. Yeah, calling Moses back up. Just they just sent them down to get some some warm ups with the the legends and then that for whatever reason kid likes having the guys on the bench even if they're not playing. So, so now what? Let's, it's like first of all the Drogic thing is dead. Not necessarily. Why not? Uh, he got traded to the Spurs, who are expected to buy him out. The Raptors were being stubborn assholes about that. Uh, so the Spurs are expected to buy him out. I know the, that. But. The short list of teams that Drogic prefers are the Mavericks, the Bulls, the Bucks, and the Clippers, allegedly. See, I know all of that. My thing is, what would be the reason for going after Drogic now? The same reason it, to go after Drogic to begin with. Which didn't was? Witty, didn't Witty's bill of health ain't sexy either? And I would love somebody to be able to cuss out Luka Doncic. Man, look, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not crying over Trey Burton if they wave him. Bringing in Goran Dragic just to talk to some mm, just to talk to talk some players on the sideline and yell at them <laughs> when they're not playing well. Miss me with that, man. We're not here for that. That's not here helping for, us. For Luka. It is helping us. Luka is an asshole. He's a crybaby. And somebody needs to tell him to shut the fuck up sometimes. And nobody on that team is doing that currently. Man, if you ain't for just... God damn it. <laughs> if players are not producing on the court, I don't care about him yelling at Luca on the sideline about being a crybaby. Why can't he produce on the court? I'm talking about the other players. What's he? Are we just going to have four point guards in the rotation? There, he can play off guard. He played with Luca as an off guard. 
Then Witty six five. He can play off guard as well. Slashing. Secondary. So which are are three of them at any point all gonna play together? <clears throat> maybe, maybe not. Because cool, you can you can pass Dan Witty, Brunson and Luca. You you can pass that, not as a starting lineup, but you can pass it. Dan Witty, first of all, Dan Witty's coming off the bench. He better second be. unit, Dan Witty. Hi, uh, hypothetically, Dinwiddie, Drogic, uh, Franker, Josh, Maxi, and Marquise Chris. Uh, Josh, I'm sorry, Frank, but Frank is getting pushed back. We do not need that many damn guards. That's fine. And that puts Frank and Bertans as the 11th and 12th man. Right. So we traded Chris Stops for a guy who's going to come off a bench off the bench and a guy that may not play some games. Don't give a damn. KP ain't on the court right now. I ain't got to worry about him pouting or disappearing in the fourth quarter. So a linear move. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm dealing with. It's it's the vibes are different now. The vibes are different. No more KP. Are they? Are they? Because the yeah. Wizards ain't want Spencer Dinwiddie. The, the players in the locker room didn't want him for Maybe a reason. Maybe the players didn't want Kristaps Porzingis. I, they don't know him. I'm talking oh, about the Mavs. Oh, okay, cool. So a linear move. That's fine. I'm fine. The point of getting off off KP was getting off KP. I could not care less how it went down. I said it then. I'm saying it again now. I would have loved to get an actual big back in the transaction. I thought maybe there was another move looming where we would get a big man that we could play in his role, sort of. We didn't do that. That's for a later date, I guess. But getting rid of him, I'm, I have to live with that. I said trade him for a bag of chips. I halfway was joking, but at the end of the day, fuck him. Feed him beans. I'm telling y'all right now, it's another first round exit looming. I could I don't care. KP if, if if KP was the difference between a first round exit and not, we were in a bad shape anyway. Because you can't depend on KP. We've seen it more than once now. I don't care about JC Kidd changing the system. Some of the same issues persisted. So I know you uh, probably got used to hearing bibs for a while on this ad, but uh, I'm going to take over the reins again uh, to tell you a bit about our ad, our sponsor, Anchor. Uh, Back in 2020, during the pandemic, I finally took the opportunity to start my own podcast. The only issue was I had no idea where to start. Um, I didn't have any podcast equipment. Uh, no camera, no microphone, you know, uh, any things that you see in a studio. But what I did have was my cell phone, and that's why I discovered the Anchor app. Anchor is the perfect app for new podcasters, for beginning podcasters, for people to start their very own podcast. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, like I mentioned. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So it's doing most of the work for you. All you have to do is hit play, press record, and get your work out there to the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best thing of all, Anchor is totally free. And on top of it being free... You can acquire your own sponsors 
like the ad I'm doing right now through Anchor. So you have an app for free that you can possibly make money off of. Seems like a fantastic deal to me. If you're interested in starting your own podcast with the Anchor app, make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tell them Reese sent you. For all of y'all that was sitting there like, oh my God, we need to make moves or Luca's going to leave us, which I'm I'm not one of those people. I don't think that's true. Y'all act like Luca's going to ask for a fucking trade next year. It's not going to happen. After all I'm saying is, years, at least all I'm saying is y'all should be stressing right now. Lucas calling Jokic right now. Like, yo, what kind of space is looking like y'all got in nah, three, four years? Nah, we got two or three years to, 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 to flip it around. I'm willing to see it through. The same goddamn Dallas Mavericks front office. First nope. of all, nope. I hope, I hope, I hope they did not fill Nico's position at Nike because the boy need to go back to selling shoes. Second of all, I see the vision. Second of all, it's the same thing, man. It, it's hypotheticals. It's okay. Maybe nah, we can get. But it's different. It's not. It's different hypotheticals. So, but the Donnie Nelson era was cap space for the idea. What this team has said is, we may or may not be able to get somebody else, but we just needed him out of the way. Like what we've done done without KP is be almost as good of a basketball team without KP this year. In twenty games, I twenty something games, we've been we've actually have a better winning percentage without KP. Right now, no KP, no Tim Hardaway Jr. Bullock is hot. If he cools off, it's probably gonna get a little ugly. But Bullock is hot. The team is flowing. The rotation seemed to be fitting nicely. They said, you know what? We're as good right now as we are whenever the KP situation is flowing. Let's run with this. And in the off season. We're going to go after a big to, to fill that hole. We're going to sign somebody. And it doesn't have to be a big name. That's the thing. Previously, it was create cap space so we could pursue a big name. Now it's create this void in the, the roster so that we can pursue a player that actually fits what we're trying to do. Because Christoph Porzingis was not that. We were trying to fit a round peg in a square hole. And now he can go jack up shots for the Washington Wizards the rest of the year as they take. When he hooped for the Wizards, I don't want to hear nothing from y'all. You ain't going to hear a damn thing from me because I could not care less. I just wanted off the roller coaster ride. I wanted off the ride. I got the Porzingis shirt on backwards right now for the last time. I'm giving this to Goodwill. I'm keeping my Porzingis jersey just for, you know, value and shit like that. But I just, I need to make it clear. Obviously, me and Bibbs are on opposite ends of the spectrum. That's okay. Nothing is wrong with that. I'm not okay with this trade. This trade can kick rocks. Um, I'm not. My my thing isn't moving Kristaps Porzingis. My thing is, I felt we could have gotten, whether it was now or the offseason, I'm just not okay with the quality we got back or lack thereof. But how much of that is not in his control? Not in whose control? Nico's. Like, how much of that is based on the feedback they were getting from teams about trading him? And if that was the case at the deadline, then I would stand pat. That was my case on it. I I said, don't make moves just for the sake of making moves. So you think it was premature? Yes. Like I said, I was completely okay because 
realistically, we're not making a run this season. Right. With or without Christos Porzingis. Right. So my thing was just rock the rest of this season out. Trade him in the offseason. In the offseason, more players are off the books. P- teams have more cap space to absorb, you know, contracts like a Porzingis. It's easier to make moves in the offseason. Do something then. Move him then. I'm not saying don't move him because obviously this fit isn't working. Well, using the fit is the wrong term because it's not a fit at all. The, the KP experiment is done. That was obvious. So I did not have an issue with them moving Porzingis. Okay. It was just what we got back. I feel like if you wait to the offseason, you get something better, maybe. I'm not saying that's a guarantee. These are still what ifs. And the but, prob- but I think the problem is his health. When you wait too long, he's going to get hurt. And then you're stuck. Because if he tore ACL later this year or something, nobody's taking him at all. Hmm. Okay, I'll take that risk. They didn't want to. They said, fuck it, we got to get this dude out of here. Got to do what we got to do. It should have been THJ. It was worse. Is it worse than my Kevin Love trade? Yes. (laughs) 100%. Well, Kevin Love was expiring, right? So Kevin Love is better than both of those dudes. And he's been playing well this year. Shout Very out well. Love. Shout out to Kevin Love. Sixth man of the year candidate. But this? No. No. Yeah, I, I, like I it said, should have been THJ. I wanted to see Danny or Rui in there or something. And then the, the, the fact that we gave up a pick is just weird to me. Like, is it was the landscape really that bad out there for him? We gave up a pick as if we weren't the ones getting back trash. <laughs> Like, how does that work? That whatever the 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 word is around town, that's how that's how scared teams are of his injury proneness. They're not even playing for shit this year, and they they needed some some compensation for taking him. That's how bad his value is, and that's I personally I clearly underestimated his value. Or excuse me, I overestimated his value based on the way this trade came out. Um, but at the end of the day. I said I wanted him off my roster. He's off my roster. I'm not gonna complain too much. I'll let me. I'm ready to see this through. I'm ready to see what Dinwiddie and Bertans do, if anything, for the rest of the year. I'm glad we didn't just trade for expiring contracts like we usually do. I, I see the vision. I see the potential. I see five names out there at least that can fill that that big man void that we currently have. Dwight Powell's been playing well, but we know Dwight Powell is not a, a starting center for a team that's trying to win playoff games, uh, multiple uh, well, he is rounds. And, you know, again, we're still in position to steal a first round, depending on who we match up against. And then, again, we go into the offseason and we figure out which big we can sign and go from there. Uh I, I'm fine with it. I'm ready to go. I, 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 I'm breathing differently right now because I don't have to w- care about Christoph Porzingis and his knees anymore. I don't have to watch him fall and wonder if he's going to get up this time. If our core moving forward is Luca Brunson and Dorian Finney-Smith, regardless of what you surround this team with, if that's like your three top guys moving forward. Where do you put Bullock? If he's shooting like he's shooting right now. I need to see more. 
By more, I mean longer, more consistency. And not just this season either. And again, small contract. And to be quite honest, if Bullock is in your core, let's not do this, man. Listen to me, 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 me, play buddy. Okay, Bird, man. Luca and Luca and Brunson, right? That's those are gonna be our twenty mil plus guys going after this year. Oh my god. That I, you know how I feel about it. But whatever. Third guy, we have a bunch of contracts under twenty mil. THJ, Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, Bertans, Dinwiddie, all of those guys. Maxi, uh, 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 Dwight Powell. All of those guys are pieces that you could throw into a package for a better player. We have tradable contracts now, and you don't have to worry about fitting them around Kristaps Porzingis anymore. It gives us so much more flexibility. All those guys, however you want to mix and match them, grab a piece here, grab a piece there, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Bullock, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, and then witty, whatever the package is, you could package those two guys to get to a $25, $30 million guy next year in the offseason. It gives us flexibility. During the draft. It gives us flexibility. But do the Mavs want to stretch? I think that's a good way to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> do the Mavs want to stretch? But at first, I got to I gotta hit my... First of all, let me say this. Shout out to Dorian Finney-Smith, first of all. I don't want all this negativity I'm spewing to, to, to over, okay. overlook Shout that out. whole situation. Shout out Dorian Finney-Smith. He's earned his money. He's earned the contract extension. I'm glad we got the deal done now to where we, we can pay him less and not pay him, not overpay him. But uh, it's a nice deal. I think it is a team-friendly deal, but it's also money he's earned. So shout out to him. If he's here long term, cool. I'm okay with that. I just don't think if you look at a team's top three players, the name Dorian Finney Smith shouldn't come up or you ain't competing for a championship, Playboy. So, um, no disrespect to him. It's just that's not that's not what's winning in the league. Only no disrespect, of, but you ain't like that. You okay. ain't like that. He ain't like that. <laughs> he likes something, not like that. Okay. So, you know but, I just think it's a temporary situation and I have to believe that. It's crazy. I was contempt saying we're not making no moves. And I, I was telling everybody that because I genuinely believed it. I didn't think we were making any moves. And if we did, it was going to be a, a panic move like the J.J. Reddick deal last year. I wish. I, I, I wish that was the case. But you know what? <laughs> this is what happened. Don't we play today? Yeah, we played the Clippers tonight. We played the Clippers tonight and then Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay. It's actually so. perfect, man. It's beautiful. How? It's the team that put us out in the play- playoffs two years in a row. We get to warm up against them twice uh, with our our, 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 uh, our trade done, KP officially gone. And, um, you know, it's kind of poetic in my opinion. So the new guys won't be playing tonight, obviously. Maybe Saturday? Maybe Saturday. Maybe Saturday. Um, just going to have to watch the game. Oh, damn. What time is the game tonight? Probably. Well, no, it's in Dallas, so it could be earlier. I hope it's a late game. You got plans, my, my boy? Yeah. I bought a ticket to Death on the Nile tonight at 830. And that's what time the game starts. <laughs> Fantastic. 
fantastic. I may cancel the ticket and go. Miss the whole game. I may cancel the ticket. Saturday game is at eight thirty. Also. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna cancel the ticket. I'm gonna watch the game tonight. Cancel the ticket. Um, that movie yeah, can wait. I'm movie. seeing it Saturday early. <clears throat> yeah, I'm probably not gonna see it Saturday. I don't want to go tomorrow night because I have work the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie is two hours long, so. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll probably just go next week. Um, but yeah, uh, at least I, at least if I go next week, I can get your opinion on it Saturday. That's cool. But I was say that that knocks out the idea of uh, uh, Bibbs Corner review. <laughs> if you're not seeing it this weekend, um, oh damn. Okay, I might be able to get somebody else. It's okay. I would have liked to come on for that. That's crazy. Uh, damn. I mean, you, you, you didn't give me a work, heads up. You ain't give me a yeah, heads up. You can't make it work. Don't force. it. Yeah, you didn't give me a heads up. So, um, what was uh, I gonna say? <clears throat> oh, yeah, let me uh send us off right. God, what is he about to play? I got a better way to send us off. Goodbye, Chris Stocks. But I'm celebrating. Well, since that's how you sending us off, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna play a song about how I feel about this whole situation. Um to to, to send us off correctly. <laughs> Thank you.